the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And now, broadcasting from the 960 The Patriot Studios in beautiful Arizona, your car insiders. Lord, won't you buy me a Mercedes Benz? On the road again. Good morning and welcome to your car insiders on 960 Patriot. Once again, my name is Gary Green and I am the host of the show. And you can always reach me. Easiest way to reach me. It's area code 602-525-1370. I want to send out a very special thanks to my friends, Bobby Rabati and his family at BN Auto Sales, and they are located on the southeast corner of basically 32nd and Greenway. If you're looking for a pre-owned commercial vehicle, and a lot of people are changing what they're buying right now because it is so hard to find new commercial vehicles. It's a great place to look, and I I call them, you know, Band-Aids. And the reason I call it a Band-Aid is you, you need a vehicle, you're buying something while you're waiting for your other car to show up. I want everybody to understand something. I do the radio show with my good pal, Jeremy. Jeremy's the engineer. He sits across the suite, he sits across the hall from me. He's always got a smile on his face, and he's always here to help me. Last week and this week, the, the shows are pre-recorded. There was an issue with the Internet. So if it sounds like I was a little slow at getting words out, it was because I was dealing with a laptop, not a PC. My skills to help you buy a car are not diminished by my inability to work a laptop. Remember, easiest way to reach me, it's 602-525-1370. And a very special thanks to Joey Staples and his team at Earnhardt Honda in Avondale. You know, what we've been talking about for a while, and it kind of cracks me up because, you know, people are starting to tell me that they see these things on the news. Well, it's finally hitting the news, but it's going on for almost, almost a year, everything that's happening. So the gas price spike and chip shortage can mean a perfect storm for buyers. Normally, big upticks in gas prices mean moves to hybrids, smaller cars, and even EVs. But this is not a normal year. The announcement, this was from March 6th, the announcement yesterday of a ban on U.S. importation of Russian oil in response to that country's invasion of the Ukraine may have put a few big SUV and truck owners on cars.com to look for more official alternatives. In the past, big spikes in gas prices have driven buyers towards smaller, more fuel-sipping cars, including hybrids. There's only one problem. This time around, there aren't as many new cars to be found at reasonable prices and car owners seeking relief from the highest gas prices since 2008. Since the 2008 financial crisis may find themselves stuck for a bit. High demand, few options, is how a report in the Detroit News put it that day. 
New car buying has had an incredibly fraught process since the COVID-19 outbreak in 2020 sparked a series of global supply chain disruptions and a semiconductor shortage. The The semiconductor shortage was not created by COVID. The COVID hasn't helped, but it was created because they had a fire in the largest semiconductor plant in Japan. Here's the other problem. Leading to increased demand, few new cars on dealer lots, and the average new vehicle price in America is rising to $46,085 in February, which is mind-blowing as that is it actually down a few thousand dollars from December 2021's peak. Historically, large shifts in gas prices have led to changes in both product strategy by automakers and changes in consumer demand. The post-war War II gas shortages in Europe and the Suez crisis of the 50s led to the rise of more efficient vehicles there, like the Fiat 500 and the Mini Cooper. During the oil shocks of the 70s, American buyers put brands like Honda, Toyota, and Datsun on the map when they flocked to smaller Japanese vehicles. And in the 2000s, then recorded high prices led to the rise of hybrid vehicles like the Toyota Prius and some early EVs. Remember, folks, just because you decide you would like to buy an electric car, it doesn't mean you're going to find one. They are extremely difficult to get your hands on. You know, it's just one of these things right now that the supply and demand is definitely, definitely an issue. And I'm not a I'm not a big fan of electric cars. Never been one. It's just not me. And I talk about it all the time. I drive a 485 horsepower manual transmission car that needs premium fuel. And I laughed the other day because when I was getting gas, it was the machine shut off one day at seventy five dollars and my car wasn't full. Okay, but I did get gas at a QT where I could fill the car. And it's about 18 gallons and it was $82. It would be more today. But as I was sitting there and I was putting the gas in the car, I really started to think about something. Because while I was gassing my car up for $82, I looked over my head. And when I looked over my head, there were some fighter jets, because I live in the Northwest Valley, heading out to Luke Air Force Base. And when I looked over and I saw the jets, I really started to realize that $82 was not the end of the world getting gas, okay? I'm so grateful for the fact that we live in this country and I could still buy $82 worth of gas and I wasn't one of two million people trying to get into Canada, trying to get into Mexico because I was trying to get out of the Ukraine, Two million people have left their possessions and their homes, and they have head to other countries. Everything is reality. You know, I understand that five dollars plus for gas, and I think I paid five forty nine. And when I got the gas, and it was eighty two dollars, it was in the four eighty range. I don't understand. I really don't. I'm not a political person. I don't understand how the Oil prices change so quickly because I don't think that they're making gas from the oil that they're now buying, but I don't understand it enough 
well enough to have a conversation about it. But here's another thing to consider. As used car prices surge, a federal watchdog is warning lenders not to illegally repo people's vehicles. Repossessing a car is supposed to be the last resort for lenders who can usually make more money working out a payment plan with borrowers who are selling the car at an auction for less. But the pandemic has changed so much in the world of finance. A global semiconductor chip shortage is leading to historically high prices for used cars. The surge might tempt the companies that service auto loans to be quick to repossess cars to take advantage of an overheated used car market, said the director of the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau. Her me- the message was for companies that serve auto loans, don't illegally repo people's cars. We are watching. Okay. Used car prices, a large factor in the boosting inflation, have been surging. These prices for used cars and trucks have increased 40.5% since January 2021, compared with a 12% increase for new cars. The concern I keep raising is there's going to create incentives for more aggressive repossession conduct because you can quickly resell this in the used car market. In some cases, and I don't even want to mention the word, over Kelly Blue Book value. Okay. Here's why this should matter to the agency charged with protecting consumer rights. Repossessing cars could be a financially critical for struggling consumers because increasingly people don't just use their cars to get to work. They need their cars to do their work. Gig workers pick up people's food or take on odd jobs that require reliable transportation. Others are making a living of supplementing their regular income by driving Uber or driving Lyft. These cars are fundamental to their livelihoods. You have a lot more people who are involved in moving goods, driving, and actually so much in the independent construction trades, depending on people having light trucks. In a preemptive move, they issued guidance last week saying it would be closely reviewing repossession practices by loan services that might be tempted to circumvent the law in a rush to sell cars as prices surge rather than chasing people down for late payments. Illegal repossessions have been an ongoing problem. Without admitting or denying any wrongdoing, in 2020, Nissan North America's auto financing subsidiary, which services auto loans and leases, originated by Nissan and Infinity dealers, agreed to settle allegations that it illegally repossessed cars. They agreed to a $4 million fine and pay up to $100 million, $1 million in restitution to consumers. Now, just to give you an idea, $4 million fine, a $1 million in restitution. Just to give you an idea, and I've talked about this before, General Motors, GM Financial, If you have a lease, at the end of your lease, the only way you can trade that car in has to be through a General Motors dealership. There are plenty of people that are turning their leases in, not understanding what's going on. And when I say turning their leases in, not understanding what's going on, to the tune of $2 billion, billion, billion is what General Motors Financial Service made last year selling lease returns. In other cases, so at the end of the day, compare $2 million profit from cars being sold to a $4 million fine and a $1 million restitution to consumers. In other cases, the agency said some auto loan services have refused to release personal property found in vehicles unless the 
delinquent borrowers pay a storage fee. Services have had been slammed for sloppy bookkeeping in which consumers are incorrectly coded as being delinquent. Services have ignored bankruptcy rules that would have at least temporarily stopped a repossession. I'm just projecting the problems could get much worse unless we stay ahead of it. Auto loan services don't immediately immediately move to repossess a vehicle. The con- the, they contact borrowers, giving them a chance to catch up with their loan payments, except this doesn't always happen. Folks, if you're behind on your car payments, one of the most important things you can do is communicate with the lender. Uh, the, the one thing that, you know, that's it's important. Okay, unscrupulous servicers have additional incentives for risky auto possession, repossession practices since repossessed automobiles command these higher prices when resold. It's also become easier to locate cars slated for repossession. The repo man isn't just a tow truck company anymore. Repossessions have become much more cheaper now because cars, cars can be tracked with GPS and through license plate recognition cameras. Folks, if you're having trouble making your car payments, don't put your head in the sand. My name is Gary Green. I'm the host of the show. The easiest way to reach me, it's 602-525-1370. The most prestigious and coveted honor that American Honda Motor Company awards dealerships is the President's Award. The award recognizes the dealership teams who demonstrate superior achievement and customer satisfaction, new car unit sales value, and business management. Earnhardt Honda is proud to have received this prestigious award many times, and they want to show you why they're the top-selling Honda dealer in the Central and West Phoenix Valley regions. Earnhardt Honda's mission is to provide their customers with world-class service in every phase of the sales and service experience. 100% customer satisfaction is General Manager Joey Staples' goal. The staff at Earnhardt Honda participate in continuous training programs to improve industry and product knowledge and new ways to continue to provide top-notch customer service. Joey realizes that customers have a choice, and when customers like you choose Earnhardt Honda, you have put your implicit trust in them. Joey appreciates and is honored to have your trust. You can reach him at his desk by calling 623-463-4308 or visit him at Earnhardt Honda, located in Avondale or online at EarnhardtHonda.com. Monta Vista Cleaners has the latest state-of-the-art equipment and uses only the best cleaning supplies available. Family-owned and operated since 2001. They offer fast, same-day service until 9 a.m. every day on dry-cleaned items and next-day service on all other items. They are open from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Monday through Saturday. So stop by any of our three locations, 210 North 59th Avenue, Suite 111 in Glendale, or 8345 West Thunderbird, Suite 104 in Peoria, or 777 East Thunderbird Road, number 105 in Moon. Valley. Welcome back to your car insiders on 9-6 of the Patriot. Once again, my name is Gary Green, and I'm the host of the show, and the easiest way to reach me, it's area code 602-525-1370. I want to remind everybody, I'm having a little issue with the radio station this morning. We're having a problem with the computer. I'm doing everything on a laptop. It's a little harder for me to pull up the articles. I try to find these articles, and I find them all powered by Microsoft News on MSM. This is an article that I really don't like to see. A lot of people are buying electric vehicles. And I don't know enough about them because I don't follow them, and I know I can't help you buy one because it's pretty much an online concierge service anyway. But I don't like this. Rivian IPO'd with tens of thousands of excited customers behind it, but it has done little to deliver on its promises. 
Rivian has had a tumultuous ride as a public company, to say the least. Now, I want people to understand, when you see one of these trucks on the road or one of the SUVs, you're going to be like, hey, what is that? It's a great-looking truck, and it's not anything right now that Tesla's offering, and it's not anything uh, – I, I have seen some of the Ford pickup trucks, but this Rivian, is, it's a beautiful truck. The latest news from Rivian is that it's raising its truck and SUV prices by around 20% for all of its consumer vehicle models, shocking longtime reservation holders. The question is whether or not the company can survive what has been a very quick backlash about the announced changes. Amid rising prices for all types of commodities, Rivian announced on Tuesday, whatever date that was, it's raising its prices for its R1T truck and R1S SUV, increasing ranges from 17 to 20%, and many customers, myself included, got notices of prices increases that pushed the price tag over 90 grand. On Rivian's website, the company advertised an RT truck for 67.5 and an R1S SUV starting at 72,000. But that's not the same vehicle that could be pre-ordered for slightly lower prices just a few days ago and it's dramatically different from pre-orders made last year. It's kind of right along the lines of what some other manufacturers done when they offer a car starting at 39,000 by the time you build it it's 56,000. It's all in how they do it. My R1S pre-order, for example, saw a $6,000 price increase for a quad motor, which was formerly standard, compared to a dual motor and another $6,000 increase for a larger battery pack with a 320-mile range, which can be replaced with a 260-mile range standard pack that's also not due to reach production until 2024. Folks, I'm not bashing the company. I'm just – this is just an awareness, Okay. I hate when they write this article and it says bait and switch. Now, I'm sure that this guy's a little more vengeful due to the fact that he's involved with this. But I'll tell you something. I'd be a little more vengeful, too. Okay, I don't like to get the runaround. I don't like to get messed with. I had to buy a phone and they use the term upgrade charge. Well, I'm not upgrading my phone. I'm replacing my phone. By the time I got home, I was so pissed off about how I got treated, and I didn't have a choice because I was at a location that had the phone that I wanted to buy, and I am not an iPhone guy. I'm an Android guy, and the phone that I bought was $168, and I just hope it swims better than the other Android phone I had. But when I got home, I actually picked up the phone, and I called, and I basically said when I called, you need to help me stopping from going to a different phone service today. And the gentleman was like, Mr. Green, what can I do to help? I see you've been a long, long time customer. I said, not only am I a long time customer, I pay my bill every month on the date that the statement comes out. He says, yep. So I told him what happened. He said, give me a, give me a minute. Didn't put me on hold, didn't do anything, didn't have to go get a supervisor, didn't tell me if I wasn't happy, don't do anything. I got a credit for not only my upgrade charge, but my wife's upgrade charge because she replaced her phone. Customer service is so, so, so important. But what I'm going to ask people to do, and I know this is hard, and it was brought to my attention by my wife. You can't get mad at the people that are at work doing their job because there are so many people that are at work doing their job 
because four other people quit, four other people didn't show up, and they're getting everything dumped on them. So I try, I try to be extremely nice to people when I'm on the phone with them. Now, I talk about personal experience. I have a satellite radio in my car. So it's kind of not hard to figure out that it's serious satellite radio. And when you buy a car, sometimes you get a three-month subscription for free, six months, 12 months, whatever it is. Well, my car's an 18, and I didn't want to renew my subscription because they sent me a subscription that was over 200 and something dollars a month, and I was paying $5 a month. And all I kept saying to the person was, I don't want to pay that. I would like to cancel my subscription. And then got back on the phone. Well, what if I did this? And what if I gave you this? And it would only be this much. I don't want to renew my subscription. So we finally got down and we turned around and said, well, I can renew your subscription. Now, this is a half hour later. And when I say a half hour, it felt like three days. So it might have been 15 minutes. It wasn't five minutes. It wasn't 10 minutes. It wasn't an hour. So I finally said to him, let me ask you a question. What took so long to get to that number? Why couldn't you just go to that number right from the start? And he got a little testy with me. And he said, I just want to let you know I can handle turning off your subscription, it will expire on the following date. I said, great, I'm glad it's going to expire. And on February 10th, I was in my car, I was driving, and the satellite radio shut off. Okay, not a problem, don't care, it was what I expected. But here's what the surprise was. When he got off the phone with me, his exact words were, Mr. Green, I want to make sure you understand that there's a flag on your account that you can never, ever renew your satellite radio if you don't take advantage of it right now. That'd be fine. Go ahead and cancel my insurance, uh, my radio station. Well, guess what I got in the mail the other day, Jeremy? Let me take a while. Guess who's coming back and calling for you? You betcha. In the mail from satellite radio was a renewal for $6 a month. Now, I actually said to my wife that I was going to call and just have a little fun. Not renew, but just have a little fun. How come I was told this and now you're sending me that? And that's when she reminded me, don't pick on the person that is actually at work because it would have been great if I could have got the person that I ended up dealing with when they told me I could never renew it. Once again, my name is Gary Green. I'm the host of the show, and the easiest way to reach me, it's area code 602-525-1370. And at the end of the day, I'm only here to help you. I'm not here to sell you anything. If you confuse me with the salesperson in the dealership, our conversations are not going to go very far. Uh, if you want to send me a buyer's order on a car that you're looking to buy someplace else, uh, if the car's there, what I'm going to tell you, if you can live with the number, buy the car. Once again, my name's Gary Green. I'm the host of the show. It's 602-525-1370. If you insist on email and it's yourcarinsiders.com, there's a contact page. I can't tell you how much I appreciate everybody that reaches out, everybody that 
listens to the show. I'm here to help you. I'm not here to sell you anything. Monta Vista Cleaners has the latest state-of-the-art equipment and uses only the best cleaning supplies available. Family-owned and operated since 2001. They offer fast, same-day service until 9 a.m. every day on dry-cleaned items and next-day service on all other items. They are open from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Monday through Saturday. So stop by any of our three locations, 210 North 59th Avenue, Suite 111 in Glendale, or 8345 West Thunderbird, Suite 104 in Peoria, or 777 East Thunderbird Road, number 105 in Moon. Valley. Welcome back to your car insider on 960 The Patriot. Once again, the easiest way to reach me, Gary Green at 602-525-1370. If you insist on sending an email, it's go to the Your Car Insider's webpage. There's a contact page, or you can email directly to Gary at yourcarinsiders.com. Folks, I want to help everybody to really understand what it is I do. I'm not selling you a car. I'm helping you buy a car. And I just have to say this, that if you call me and I don't answer the phone, please don't hang up and dial my phone right back. And then hang up again and dial my phone right back. I'm here to help you. If somebody does that, it's the easiest way for me to put your phone number in my phone as one of two things, blocked or DNA, which is do not answer. Now, I'm here to help you. I'm providing a service. You're employing me. But it has to be a mutual respect on things. And I don't want people to understand. I don't answer my phone if I do not recognize the phone number. I don't need an extended warranty on my car. I'm not looking to buy a car. I don't have any chips in my windshield. I already have satellite radio. And I already have anything else that you're trying to sell me. Uh, I shouldn't say satellite radio. I should have said I already have solar on the house. The satellite radio thing was a carryover from the last segment because it's bouncing around in my head how annoyed I was about it. Now, the one thing you never, ever, ever want to hear from a car dealership, and people hear it all the time, you should have read what you signed before you signed it. Okay? And one of the things that you do sign is you cannot, you don't sue them, you mediate with them. And back a few years ago, I had a friend of mine, his girlfriend had a son that went car shopping. And he had been to the car dealership, he would go once a week, and he really couldn't buy the car. Okay, A, he didn't have a job that supported the payment that the car was going to have. So I get a phone call from the mother saying, hey, the dealership's telling my son he has to bring the car back. They can't get him approved. Said he signed a piece of paper that states it's a conditional delivery. If the financing can't be arranged, they ask for the car back. You're going to need to return the car. Now, one thing you don't want to do in that instance is make the dealership chase you for your car. Because if they chase you for your car, they're now going to look to any damage that's on the car, any miles that could possibly be on the car, and they're going to charge you for any kind of pickup service. I don't like to use the word repo service, but they want their vehicle back. So when the mom and I talked, it turned out the dealership did something they shouldn't have done. They sold the trade-in before they had the title. 
That happens all the time. Okay, title and transit. Car dealerships do that all the time. Now, I'm not a fan of it, uh, but it's just common practice. And I've not heard of a lot of people having this problem because normally they don't sell the car without the title until the deal that the car was traded in on is finalized, approved, and funded. means they're already paid. There's not going to be a problem. So now there's a problem. They sold the car. They can't get him approved, and they need to give his car back to him. They don't have his car anymore. And his son, her son, had traded in a car that legally he could not trade in. He put out that he owned the car. They never ran an MVR or anything to find out that the car was actually mom's name. So mom decided she would be happy to sign the title over, but she wanted to be compensated. So when we had the conversation, I explained to her what she needed to do, who she needed to speak to, and what she should expect. And I told her, you're going to ask for twice the amount that's on the buyer's order that they showed for his trade-in. They're going to gratefully, graciously probably pay that. Not all instances, but probably pay that because it wasn't a high dollar amount and it now makes the problem go away. So a car dealership will be happy to spend that dollar amount to make the problem go away. You'll sign the title. The GM will get a check cut for you. You'll have your check within 24 hours, if not when you leave. What does mom do? She decides to talk to somebody else and she comes up in her head that she's going to make the dealership pay and pay dearly. She goes in to the general manager's office and asks for five times what the value was and then she threw out the word lawyer. When she threw out the word lawyer, the conversation ends because at that point the general manager of the dealership gives her the information to speak to the corporate attorney for the dealer group. Okay, Most small attorneys don't want to sue a mega dealer because it's not going to be... so. One of the things the GM said to her was, your son traded in a car that wasn't legally his. And her words to him were, don't even go down that road. Well, I would love to see a mother sitting in court, and when the lawyer asks a question, mom pops up and says, objection. Don't go down that road. Welcome to Rodeo Ford. Located in Goodyear, Arizona at 13680 West Test Drive, Rodeo Ford is proud to be one of the premier dealerships in the area. From the moment you walk in their showroom, you'll know their commitment to customer service is second to none. They strive to make your experience with Rodeo Ford a good one for the life of your vehicle. Whether you need to purchase, finance, or service a new or pre-owned Ford, you've come to the right place. Remember when a small business needed a landline? Today, landlines are a thing of the past with Grasshopper, the entrepreneur's phone system. On the road, at the beach, or at home, Grasshopper helps you grow your business. Get all the features of a business phone system and the freedom of a cell phone with our iPhone and Android apps. Features include multiple extensions for your team, calls forwarded to your mobile phones, voicemails transcribed and emailed, and so much more. See how it works at grasshopper.com, the entrepreneur's phone system. 
Welcome back to Your Car Insiders on 960 The Patriot. Once again, my name is Gary Green. I'm the host of the show. And the easiest way to reach me, it's area code 602 525 1370. Before we get started on the final segment today, once again, I want to apologize for my lack of speech today due to the fact that, like I said, I'm dealing with a laptop. I am not an IT person. I'm a mouse kind of guy. I'm a keypad kind of guy, not a laptop kind of guy. But Jeremy saved the day. Uh, otherwise, you'd have been listening to a pre-recorded show. want to send out a very special thanks to all the sponsors. Lundy's Peoria Volkswagen, located at 8801 West Bell Road in Peoria, Arizona. Earnhardt Hyundai in Avondale. Earnhardt Honda in Avondale, Rodeo Kia in Avondale, David Garcia and Alex Medina at Rodeo Ford in Goodyear, and I want to send a special thanks once again, you know, to my friend Anthony Reed at the Reed Motors. He's been a friend of mine since 1997. If you're looking for a pre-owned car for a kid uh, and you're not looking to spend a fortune, but what I want you to understand Trying to find a $7,000 used car right now, it's not going to happen. Those cars that were seven grand last year, they're 11 grand now. And speaking about cars, there was an article I found that I thought was kind of interesting, and it was which car brands will be dead by 2035. All signs point to the 2020s being a downer of a decade for the automotive industry. We're probably past peak car and automakers. We're probably past peak car and automakers are scrambling to optimize for the era of electrification while dealing with the supply chain chain disruptions an expensive endeavor that will put companies already in rough places on the ropes. So because everyone likes a good stare into the abyss, let's talk about what we think the casualties will be. It's pretty easy to identify which companies are at the greatest risk of failure, financial instability, Reliability problems or limited brand loyalty may not or may not on their own sink an international car maker. They could easily and are multiple brands with these problems. With all three problems, I should say. Alfa Romeo, Jaguar, and Maserati are all in a tight spot. So it could be Mitsubishi if it doesn't turn around things which they've been trying to do for some time now. Then there are those that fall in the debatable category like Infinity, which has over the last few years been retreating from major markets, having not made much easiest, obvious headway against rivals like Lexus. Reliability doesn't seem to be a problem, but the brand identity definitely is. There aren't many reasons to buy an Infinity over a competing product. Okay, I love Infinities. I think it's a great vehicle. There are others I can see faltering as well. Chrysler, which has a decade for its new models to turn things around. While I have some concerns about Mazda 2, its SUV sales are strong. Sure, but its move up market hasn't been without growing pains as shown by its first attempts at electrification. Subaru is my outside choice because beyond platitudes about love and dogs and hiking in nature, its entire brand identity is built around ideas that having become developmental dead ends. Opposed cylinder engines don't seem to be doing Subaru much good, and everyone's doing all-wheel drive now. These 
there's enough brand loyalty that I don't see Subaru going bankrupt, but rather than being absorbed into the grave mine that is Toyota and producing nothing but badge-engineered products, and if the BRZ and Solterra are anything to go by the process, may already be well underway. You know, I, I've been, I'm 61 years old, so in my lifetime, I've seen car manufacturers go away. Saab, Pontiac, Oldsmobile, Hummer, uh, Plymouth, just to name a few. And I've seen brands cut down what they offer. So when you go to the Ford dealership and you're looking for a car, I don't believe that Ford even makes a car anymore. Actually, I'm almost positive they don't offer a car anymore. So you've been reading a lot about Ford because they're getting into the electrification. The Ford Mach-E, they call it a Mustang Mach-E, and the, the, the Lightning pickup truck. I'm sure there's plenty more stuff coming down the road, and they have a ton of hybrid stuff. But I kind of got a kick out of some of the articles that I read because one article said that Ford was not going to differentiate the brands. They were going to sell electric cars in the same place they sold gas-powered cars. Then what do you read? Ford's decided to set up its own separate standalone company for the electric cars. Just because I'm reading it doesn't mean it's necessarily too true. And what I will tell you is just because it's online doesn't necessarily mean it's the truth. I used to laugh when we used to say on the show that just because it's on the internet doesn't mean it's true. Here's one of the things that I that I liked. It was an automotive article by Perry Stern, The Safest Cars in America for 2022. For many car shoppers, safety is a major concern when choosing new models. Most new models offer high level of protection, but some offer superior safety. What I want people to understand when you're looking at new cars, there's a lot of things that weren't in your old car. Bluetooth, backup cameras, lane departure warning, parking sensors, blind spot monitors, adaptive cruise control. And I kind of got a kick out of, I had a client one day, and it's actually a friend's wife called me one day. She was adamant about getting a car for their daughter that had all of the following options for safety. And then she turned around and said, oh, and by the way, it's got to have Android Auto and Apple CarPlay. Now, there are certain cars that even in the lower trim levels will have these safety features. What I'm telling you, if you're buying a car and you're looking at the lower entry models and you are concerned with the safety features, blind spot monitors, lane departure warning, the things that I just mentioned, it's important to make sure the car has those features. You don't want to find out a car doesn't have something when you have the car. And what I will tell you is if you buy a car with one power seat, you better understand that it doesn't have two power seats. If you buy a car that's got dual zone air conditioning, heated seats, those are things that are options, not necessarily available in the lower trim levels. So one of the articles that I want to talk about was on Auto NXT, and it's the safest cars in America. For many car shoppers, safety is a major concern when choosing new models. Most new cars 
offer high levels of protection, but some offer superior safety. To be named an insurance institute for the highway safety, top safety picks, new cars must earn good ratings. Good is their highest rating in each of the six crash tests. Driver side and passenger side, small overlap front, moderate overlap front, side, roof strength, and head restraints and seats. Qualifying vehicles must also earn an advanced or superior rating for front cash prevention in vehicle-to-vehicle and vehicle-to-pedestrian tests, as well as good or acceptable headlight rating. And I just hit the wrong button. So let's go back and we'll hit the button. The 2022 Acura MDX made the list. The 2022 Acura RDX made the list. You think Acura's got this figured out? Also on the list is the 2022 Acura TLX. Audi A6 and A6 All-Road. Audi A7. Audi e-tron. Audi Q5. And I was thinking about it that they're all imports, and now all of a sudden I just got to the Cadillac XT6. Next in line was the 2022 Chevy Trailblazer. Chrysler Pacifica. The Ford Bronco Sport. So it's not just the Europeans that figured out safety. Ford Explorer. Genesis G70, Genesis G80, Genesis G90, Genesis GV70, Genesis GV80. Now, if you notice, it's multiple cars from the same manufacturer. It looks like the Genesis brand, every one of the vehicles earned a spot. On the top safety pick and ratings from IHS. I don't know if I saw the GV70. There's the GV70. There's the G90. There's the G80. There's the G70. So that's one, two, three, four, five. And then what I kind of laughed about with this ranking, every vehicle in the Genesis lineup has a top safety pick. That safety pick designation. In a time when so many crossovers look alike, the GV70 stands out with its signature crest grill and quad headlights. Then we go down to the GV80, and I kind of laughed because it said it was the fourth pick, but there's actually five. Now we have the Honda Accord, then we have the Honda Civic, then we have the Honda Insight, then we have the Honda Odyssey, then we have the Hyundai, Nexo, I don't even know if that's anything that's available in the state of Arizona. Hyundai Palisade. Hyundai Santa Fe. Hyundai Tucson. Kia K5. Kia Stinger. Lexus ES. The Lexus IS. The Mazda CX-30. The Mazda CX-5. The Mazda CX-9. The Mazda 3. Mercedes-Benz E-Class. Mercedes-Benz GLE. 
Mitsubishi Outlander, Nissan Altima, Nissan Maxima, Nissan Murano, Nissan Rogue, Subaru Ascent, Subaru Crosstrek Hybrid, Subaru Legacy, Subaru Outback, Tesla Model 3, Tesla Model Y, Toyota Camry, Toyota Highlander, Toyota Sienna, Volkswagen ID4, Volvo C40 Recharge, Volvo S60, a lot of cars on the list, XC40, XC60, XC90. Now, what I will tell you is I'm not telling you that there's cars that aren't safe, but what I will tell you is when you look at a car that's brand new and there's a window sticker, it actually has the crash test ratings. And sometimes if a car's brand new, it may say on there, rating not available. You know, I mentioned earlier that there was some confusion with Ford. So here's an article that Ford jumps 9% after announcing plans to split electric vehicles and gas-powered cars into separate units. Tesla's rival Lucid cuts 22 production target by 40%. Rivian faces growing online backlash after increasing car prices. Thousands claim to cancel orders. Okay, Ford's radical move to split the company won't come easy. Ford also is Ford also isn't going so far as to spin off its EV divisions entirely as separate businesses. That was one hour ago on, I can't find the date, but then there's their no plan to spin off EV business, but change coming. And then you have Ford jumps 9% after announcing plans to split electric vehicles. There's a lot of research out there. Just be careful what you research. My name's Gary Green. I'm the host of the show, and the easiest way to reach me, it's area code 602-525-1370. If you insist on going online, it's Gary at YourCarInsiders.com. There's a contact page. You can go to Gary at YourCarInsiders.com, uh, like I said, and then there's the website, YourCarInsiders.com. Very special thanks to Joey Staples, Adam Breen, Alex Medina, Chad Sassan, David Garcia, and Rich Deschitis over at, and Troy over at Lundy's Peoria Volkswagen. And I do not mean to leave out my friend Bobby Rabati and his family at BN Auto Sales. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.